things that I've been holding back that I want to share. I have, you know, one of my darkest stories. I say darkest, it's not like that dark, but it was one of the hardest moments of my softball career. I haven't even shared that with you yet, but I feel like I'm getting closer to wanting to share that stuff with you um, and to get really, really vulnerable and real. Hey there, I'm Ashley Burkhart, owner of Ashley B Training, former D1 athlete, and professional athlete in the game of softball. I even spent a little bit of time coaching at the college level as well. But now I coach athletes and especially youth athletes. And I try to teach them the ways to become the very best versions of themselves. And I know that they can't do that without a support system that will do anything and everything to make sure their dreams and their goals happen for them. A lot of times I hear parents and coaches saying, hey, I'm just gonna dish my athlete off to you. Hopefully you can figure out what her issue is. Here's the deal. That's not how we should coach. That's not how we should parent. And I can tell you right now, I'm not a parent, but your athlete is the most influenced by you. And I truly believe that you are one of the reasons why she plays the game. And I truly believe you are one of the reasons why she plays so hard. So if we can learn from some of the greats, I'm going to have some of the best softball players, some of the best softball players, parents, even my parents and my family are going to be on this podcast sharing our journeys with you so that when the cleats do come off, you know what to say so that she can learn from her mistakes sooner, so that she can become the best version of her. And that's what we want. We want our athletes to be able to thrive. And that's why we're here. So welcome to this podcast. This is going to get real. This is going to get deep. And I'm here to challenge your thinking. That's why I coach. I'm really excited for you to be here. And I can't wait to hear who else is going to be along this journey with us, learning from some of the best. I'm going to be learning too. So whip out your notebook and let's head to the next episode. Hey, listeners of When the Cleats Come Off. I am so excited to be back. You have no idea how much I miss being behind the mic. I've missed doing interviews with exceptional people. I have missed you so much. I've missed my community. I've missed seeing what parts of episodes really resonate with you, what things you want to listen to on the podcast, and just things that have inspired you. I have missed this so much. I've missed you so much, and I'm just so grateful for your patience with me. Like I said, I took a month off. Um, If you've seen on social media, it's been a busy month for me. (laughs) Earlier, actually it was July 31st, so it feels like forever ago, but it was only a month ago. Um, Got married and sadly on our honeymoon, um, somebody very, very, very close to me passed away. So it was you know, the highest of high emotions, like literally the best night of our lives to one of the hardest days of my life. And then literally the day after my grandpa's funeral was us closing on a house. So we are in a new house. I'm in a new office. I'm recording from a new place and we're slowly but surely unpacking boxes and trying to make this house feel like a home. But to be completely honest, This office does not look like an office. There are boxes everywhere. I have my laptop out. I have my mic. There's not much else. But there's me, and there's you, and there's season two. I did not mean to sound like Dr. Seuss, but here we are. I'm so grateful 
to be back. I'm so excited to share with you in season two some incredible interviews with incredible people. And to be completely honest, I'm not going to name drop anyone because the last thing I would want is to jinx something and have somebody be able to do an interview and not be able to and then disappoint my audience. So I just want to let you know I've got some pretty incredible people lined up, former All-Americans, current players, coaches. Um, I know how much you guys loved my first interview of season one with JT Gasso, the hitting coach at Oklahoma. Um, We've got some more incredible coaches lined up too for you this, I want to say year, but honestly, I don't even know how long season two will last. But you know, we for a whole year were recording every single week. Some were solo episodes, some were interviews, some were previous lives that I had done that I used to do every Monday, um, which we're actually going to dive back into here soon. Um, when this comes out, I will have done a live on Monday going over some questions that you guys have for me. So I plan to do live Q&As on Instagram every Monday. So stay tuned for that. Definitely didn't know I was going to go there, but here we are. But I really hope that you got a ton out of season one. So I'm guessing if you're back for season two, you've had a lot of, you know, maybe inspiration or knowledge gained from season one. And honestly, it touches my heart so much when you guys reach out to me on social media in a DM or even a post Um, on your stories or whatever, saying, wow, this episode was so powerful. My daughter has learned a ton. I've learned a ton. It just really warms my heart. So keep that up because sometimes on the hard days, those messages are what get me through. Um, But I hope you really loved, especially the, the last part of season two, when we had Kat Osterman was um, the interview, the second to last interview. And then the final I almost said season opener, but the the final episode of season one was a compilation of every softball Olympian that we've had on the podcast. And I believe there were six of them, Um, current Olympians and former Olympians, some gold medalists, some silver medalists, some anxious to have competed in the Olympics. And, you know, after we had that episode was the Olympics and wow, did we have a whirlwind of things happen in softball during the Olympics. It was so fun watching the best of the best compete. We had Italy, we had Canada, we had USA, Japan. Japan ended up coming out with gold. Um, And I have a lot of opinions on that, uh, just solely because the way they run their ship in Japan is it's incredible. I don't know if you've done research on the Japanese culture around the game. Um, we're going to have to have Natasha Watley come back on because she actually spent, her and Monica Abbott spent tons of years in their um, professional careers playing in Japan. They literally have six-hour practices. This is their full-time job. Like If you play for Team Toyota, you and that's just like one of the best teams over there, you practice six hours a day and then you probably put in one to two hours more of effort in strength training or just working on the little things um, that you need to work on themselves. And in that type of culture, it's just, it's amazing. And we don't have anything like that here in the US. Um, do do I wish you the USA came out with gold? A hundred percent. I personally wanted to play for Team USA growing up. I admire every single athlete on the Team USA roster. I was pulling for USA. I just have a massive respect for Japan as well because of their love for the game. Um, It's just incredible. So I know I just totally said we need Natasha back on. She's actually currently coaching in Japan right now. So 
I'd love to hear her insight on how they run their practices and things like that. So look out for that in season two. I'm totally thinking of an episode already that we can have. But I really hope you enjoyed that final episode with Danielle Laurie, who pitched for Team Canada, Delaney Spalding, Kat Osterman, Aubrey Monroe. Some of those were two-part episodes just because there was so much that we went into in those episodes. Like Aubrey Monroe, for example, we dove into so many different avenues of her catching career um, and how how crazy her journey was and also how she had an identity crisis in college. Like it was just so insightful. That was a two-parter. We also had interviews with former Olympians like Caitlin Lowe, who was the athlete that I admired most growing up. And then Natasha Watley, like I said, she also played in a few, in a couple Olympics as well. Monica Abbott was on, she talked all about pitching and um, how she became who she is, but also how she would encourage young pitchers to be able to go about that process. And we heard a lot of vulnerable stories in that. You know, that final episode of season one, it was really just like a tiny part of each episode. But um, I really hope that, you know, if your athlete wants to play in the Olympics and is inspired by the play she watched in the Olympics, to definitely listen to how these girls grew up. Because I ask at the, at the beginning of every interview, and I'm going to keep doing it, I ask about their story. What is it that made you who you are? Tell me about your story of when you started to love the game to where you are now and and that growth in between. And to be honest, there are a lot of common themes between the best of the best. But there's also that interesting dynamic of everybody has their own things that make them unique. Like, for example, I remember interviewing Sam Fisher, one of the first episodes of season one. And she was saying how like her dad was her biggest fan and but her mom like knew nothing about softball. And and it was actually like the perfect dynamic for her. It was exactly what she needed. She needed somebody to to remind her who she is outside the game. Um, and that was her mom. And of course, like she told her to work hard, but also she's like, you're a human being and you're not just softball. And I thought that was, it's exactly what we need to hear right now. And I'm excited for you guys to listen to next week's episode. We're going to dive into a lot of identity outside of sport and a little bit of mental health. And it's, it's honestly, you know, everybody's talking about it, but the actions that you can take on this to make sure that you're not just softball is is huge and honestly it took me many years after playing to try to figure out who I was um, other than just a softball player and I, I really love diving into that type of stuff and we have many people that I have planned to interview in season two and talking about that type of stuff um, because overall if you have balance not just as a softball player but with school and your social life and and finding other things that you enjoy and spending time on that, it actually makes you holistically a better um, athlete in general. And it's something I'm really excited to dive into in season two. So now that I've totally ranted a little bit, I'm really looking forward to a few episodes and I'm going to share with you a few of the people that I have planned. So I said I wouldn't name drop um, certain players because they have busy schedules, but I do plan to have my husband on. And you guys probably don't know much about him. I haven't really shared much about him, um, but he was a college golfer. And any of you that truly understand golf would probably agree with the statement that golf is the hardest sport mentally. Like 100%, there is no comparison. 
I've started to dive into golfing. I'm honestly not very good at it. He begs to differ. He's like, trust me, you're better than most people that just start. But, you know, I'm very competitive and never think I'm good enough. But that's a whole other story. But truly playing it enough, being around it, watching him compete in college, it is truly one of the hardest sports mentally. And it takes a super tough athlete to be able to stand over, you know, a five-foot putt that it dictates whether you win the hole or not, or you win a tournament or not. And, you know, the amount of, the amount of stress that golfers have is amazing. He actually, so uh, my husband's name is Ben Marvin and he caddied for his, one of his best friends and former teammates, Adam Shank on the PGA tour in 2019. And the amount of things like Ben Marvin would tell me about Adam and just, you know, what a professional athlete goes through. It's really interesting to see how a professional golfer goes about their business, but also like has to be able to compete and, you know, to keep your card on the tour. It's very stressful. And that's, and honestly, I know it has nothing to do. Well, it has everything to do with softball, but it's not softball, but it's so relevant to softball if we really dive deep into it. So I'm excited to have Ben Marvin on. Of course, we're probably going to share wedding details and all the fun stuff that we just currently did together um, and figuring out, you know, having a new house, having a dog, like what is life? But I'm really excited to have him on and, and I really hope I can continue having him on. By request, my dad is going to be on in season two. I know I've promised it for a long period of time, but, you know, I just wanted to make sure that this interview came at the right time. And you know, having done many interviews with other people, it's really kind of helped me see what type of questions would I want to ask my dad? Because a lot of conversations I've had with former people on the podcast have been, what were your parents like? Um, And I've shared a few things about my dad, my mom, my family, like how we went about our business when it came down to softball and other sports. And I really just want to do a deep dive with my dad because he was my biggest supporter the hardest coach I probably ever had, my favorite coach, you know, no offense to any other amazing coaches I've had, but my dad did a really great job of raising three girls in sport. And I think it would be really cool to have him on, to be able to share a little bit of our journey and also probably talk about things we've never talked about. I know in previous episodes, I've shared a lot about dad and I's car ride home conversations and how I'd come out crying sometimes. And you know, he was very, very hard on me, but there are some things that I think we can really dive into to make it a a very insightful conversation, but also a real one, because I just want to share our honest story about our journey, because you may feel like softball and being a parent here or an athlete or a coach is like the hardest journey ever. Well, it is, it's very hard, but I, I really want you guys to know that you're not alone in any of this. So I'm excited to have dad on, who knows, maybe mom will make an appearance and and talk about it from her perspective as well. But I was lucky I had two very athletic parents and they have so much knowledge and um, I'm excited to get them on. Those are the only names that I will drop for now. Um, But we do plan to have former All-Americans, more mental skills coaches. So if you guys uh, listen to Hannah Huseman, who's the Phillies, one of the Phillies mental skills coaches, she teaches how athletes can develop confidence, keep their confidence. You just be more prepared in the box and on the field. That was one of my favorite conversations. I love the psychology of sport and she dove into it really well. And then I had my former Purdue sports psychologist, 
who helped me through one of the hardest things of my entire life, Dr. Carr. We had him on in season one. So I plan to get more psychologists, mental skills coaches on the podcast, really sharing some tips, but also some experiences that they've had with their athletes that you might be going through as well. So we plan to dive into that a lot in season two. And then we have some current college coaches and youth coaches. Um, I really want to dive a little bit more into like high school coaches. Um, There's a local high school coach that I respect so much and, and the entire community of softball around here loves her. And I'm hoping to get her on in season two. Um, but just like sharing the experience of like leading a team because I don't coach a team. I work with a lot of teams. I do a lot of like teams will call me up and I'll, and I'll talk to them or I'll run a practice for them. And I, I work with teams, but I don't have like an actual team that I am coaching by myself. But there are a lot of great coaches that do that in travel ball, in high school. I think it'd be really good to get some of them on to talk about how they lead their tribe and how they've been successful. And, you know, what do they do after a really tough loss or um, how do they go from a really, really amazing win and and keep that momentum going? Because a lot of times when you get like a really big win or you win a tournament, the next weekend's not as good because you're still living in the high. So I really think it'd be nice to see from a coach's perspective, not just a college. Sometimes that's not totally relatable for a youth coach. Um, So getting youth coaches on that can share how they lead their team, how they find success, I think that would be really beneficial as well. We're going to have some people on that we had in season one. We'll have some people back. Let me know in the DMs too, like Instagram or Facebook. Let me know who you really loved from season one. So if there is a common person that a ton of people really resonated with or found a lot of information from, let me know who those are. You can also write in the reviews on Apple Podcasts, like who those interviews were, because I already have planned two or three, uh, actually, no, it's three that we've had from season one. We'll be back. And we're going to just keep diving deep into some conversations that we, you know, maybe dabbled into in the first interview. And then we're going to really get into it in the second. So like I said, we'll be talking a little bit more about mental health, mental skills, travel ball, recovery methods. I have a friend of mine that's going to be on in season two, and she strictly teaches yoga for softball athletes. Like when I was a youth athlete, I never touched yoga. Not until I like got to college did I really get into yoga, but she is, was a former catcher All-American and she really hones in on making sure you recover well between you know, hard days. And it's crucial, especially for catchers, but for every athlete to work on your recovery um, and also making sure you're stretching the right muscles the right way. Um, and I know yoga, I don't want you to freak out and say it's just yoga. No, it's really just stretching some muscles that need to be stretched and we don't actually know. So I can't wait to dive into that conversation with her. We'll also talk about hitting. Of course, that's my baby. It's my favorite thing to talk about. So we'll dive into some more hitting stuff, but I'm so excited. Like season two, I've gained so much knowledge from season one. My goal, like since I even started playing sports was find a way to get better every year, find a way to get better every season. This is why I'm just so amped for season two. This is why I'm glad we cut off season one and I didn't just continue to go because I had some time to reflect on things that you need and things that I've been holding back that I want to share. I have, you know, one of my darkest stories. I say darkest. It's not like that dark, but 
it was one of the hardest moments of my softball career. I haven't even shared that with you yet, but I feel like I'm getting closer to wanting to share that stuff with you um, and to get really, really vulnerable and real on the podcast. So I'm, I'm glad I had this time off to really reflect on what it is that I want to share with you more deeper into, and also just keep it real. You know, I think in season one, there were probably moments where I was just like, you know, holding it back. You know, I don't, I don't know how deep or vulnerable I want to get. And now I'm just like, come on, you want to hear the real stuff. Here it is. So very, very excited for that reflection that I got to have. And I'm so excited for season two. It's going to be even better than season one. Um, so if you like season one, buckle up. So my goal with this podcast is to radiate positivity. Like I think this, you know, hustle mentality is great in certain seasons, but we also have to know that like we got to find joy in this process. And I want to be able to help you find joy in this process because it's a hard game. It's a hard journey. Man, there's a lot to be grateful for that sometimes maybe we as athletes don't really see. So I want to radiate positivity. I want to hold your hand as you and your daughter or you and your athletes navigate through this game. I want to be able to influence you to be a better version of yourself, whether you're a coach, player, parent. A lot of these interviews are directed towards parents simply because you are with your athlete the most, you know, on and off the field, like you're there. You, you see everything. You, you know your athlete more than anyone. And coaches are amazing. I'm obviously a coach. Like coaches can help your athlete so much. But to be able to make sure your athlete continues to do those things that you learn in lessons or continue um, to work on your mental game outside of you know lessons or things like that, you are holding their hand the most. So I want to be able to help you. And of course, I'm talking to athletes too. A lot of athletes listen. But just know that parents, I'm looking out for you. Same thing with athletes. Same thing with coaches. A lot of coaches are parents. And I think it's good to be able to talk about both. This is why I want my dad on the podcast to talk about being a parent and a coach and not be so biased to just play your kid when your kid's not the best one on the field. There were times I didn't even play because I was not better than somebody else. And like that fueled me. But nonetheless, I want to be able to hold your hand through this game. I want you to develop confidence in your coaching ability and your parenting ability and your playing ability. Whatever it is, whatever aspect of this game you're a part of, I want to be able to help you develop confidence and, and stand a little taller when you're coaching your athlete or be able to feel confident that your kid can get it done on the field and not have to you know, talk to her every pitch. Let her figure it out. Sue Inquist was on the podcast in season one. Again, a two-parter because she just had so much knowledge. But I had her on for... I think I interviewed her for two hours, but one of my favorite things that she talked about in season one was parents, when you're watching your kid play and compete or face off, sit there like you're watching a movie. Just see how it all plays out. Watch the interaction with your player and the coach. Watch your interaction with your player and her teammates. Watch how the other team does things. Watch how parents around you are doing. Watch the umpire. Watch the umpire interact with those players. Watch how your player respects the people around her more. Like, it's just, it's just so beautiful to be able to watch. Like, watch a movie. It's going to be hard to bite your tongue. 
especially like when something goes down at home plate and the call didn't go your way. Like it's hard. But sometimes it's better to just watch them from afar. And it gives your athlete ownership of her game. Start doing that and your athlete's going to be wanting to practice because she knows she didn't do her best that game. You didn't have to tell her. She knows. And because you let her figure that out that she wants to practice, that's how you get your kid excited to practice and play instead of having to force her to do things she doesn't want to do. I don't know. There's just like Sue Anquist episodes were, oh my gosh. Hall of Fame coach, UCLA. Her mentor was John Wooden. Like you just can't go get better than Sue. Hopefully we can get her back on season two. We'll see if we can get her back on. But whoa, that episode was fire. Definitely went off on a tangent. I'm really good at that. But I also hope with this podcast to inspire each one of you to be better versions of yourself and to keep this game fun. I think this game is getting away from fun. This is why I'm here. We need to have fun. The only way this game will grow is if we can respect it and have fun while doing it. Respect it in the fact that this is a game that deserves the utmost respect. You respect the game, the game will respect you back. You disrespect the game, watch out. Probably not in the right sport if you disrespect it. Speaking of respect, this is probably one of the reasons why my husband is who he is. I love how much respect golfers have for the game. You know, there's some golfers out there, I won't say their names, that are just like, you know, crazy. They'll throw and break their clubs, but like the amount of poise and respect golfers have for the game is incredible. Like they are literally out there by themselves. And if they have a penalty, they have to give a penalty to themselves. And the most respectable athletes I've seen in golf are the ones who like call themselves out and be like, the ball moved. I didn't mean to move it, but it moved. And they lose a stroke because of it. Like, it's just amazing. Same with Japan, like talking about how much respect those athletes have for the game of softball. It is unreal. It is unreal how much respect those, those players have. And, and I want to dive more into that because we haven't really talked about that too much on the podcast. Look out, season two. It's coming with so many things we haven't talked about yet. Let's go. This was the intro to season two. Just wanted to give you a little, a little excitement, hopefully a little emphasis on, on how one excited I am to conduct these interviews and also just share with you the real, real. But this is going to be a fun season. And the only way it remains fun is if I keep giving you the things you want to hear. So please don't be afraid. Reach out on social media. Reach out in the on Apple Podcasts, write a review. Let me know what it is you want more of. Like if you really loved a certain episode, I need to know that so I can conduct more interviews around that topic. Or like I didn't even talk about how we got into recruiting in season one. That was one of the most demanded things that you guys wanted, recruiting. I already have planned interviews to talk more about recruiting. And it's now just after September 1st, and a lot of you want to play college softball. I'm like, what's that all about? You guys let me know that you wanted recruiting. I will do more interviews about that topic. So welcome to season two. This is going to be a fun season. When the cleats come off, would not be what it is without you. I'm so grateful to have you back. And I'm so excited to have you here for this journey, for this ride. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, you guys are right here along with me and I am so grateful to have you here. The best is truly yet to come. And I hope you're excited for next week's interview because it's gonna be a good one. We're starting off hot. 
All right. Thank you so much for tuning into the first episode of season two of When the Cleats Come Off. If you're as excited as me after, you know, maybe listening to this, if you're as excited as me for season two, tell your friends. Tell your friends. It's the coolest thing when I hear people are listening literally in other countries, this stuff. I didn't think it was that exciting. Apparently it is. I didn't know that literally we're getting listened to in Africa. What? What? Somewhere where it's softball isn't that big yet? This is cool. This is really, really cool. And also, you know, hearing that, you know, there's a tournament in Indianapolis and moms are talking about my podcast. It's unreal. It's so cool to be able to hear. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Like I said, tell your friends about this podcast. Uh, Share with them your favorite episode. Share with them your favorite part. Whatever you can resonate with, I want to hear it. I'll see you next week. Stay humble and keep smiling. See you later.